Father, tonight we honor you tonight. Be magnified in our midst tonight. Let the Spirit take over tonight. Let the Spirit take over tonight. We surrender our everything about ourselves and we say let the spirit take over tonight we declare tonight as a night that the spirit takes over in Jesus name amen praise God you're welcome to church welcome 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 powerfully welcome to church nice to see everyone such a great privilege to see you amen your Bibles to Genesis chapter 2. We'll look at Genesis chapter 2. We had a great outing today at the program we had at Igondo. Can we thank God for that? It was a good time. Amen. Praise God. So we'll just look at Genesis chapter 2 and learn a thing or two from there and trust God. Father, I trust you that you would empower me in the name of Jesus. Would I ask that the empowerment that is in the spirit and of the spirit, we ask that you supply. Let there be a supply of the spirit. And so that we are edified and transformed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, look at Genesis chapter 2. I started this thought from the Gondo church today. And I just want to give it a clearer picture. And God bless us today. And so, we see in Genesis chapter 1 verse, from Genesis chapter 1 verse 29... When God was speaking to Adam, in fact, starting from Genesis chapter 1, verse 25, verse 24, the Bible says, Genesis 1, 24 says, God said, let the earth, no, no, Genesis 26, Genesis 1, 26, God said, let us make man. In our image, after our, according to our likeness, let them have dominion. Amen. So, the, the nature is image and the likeness. The, the operation is dominion, right? What they will have is what is dominion. If it's, if it's the image and if it's the likeness. The manifestation of that will be what? Will be dominion. Are we together here? And so, so when, when we're accurate in the wisdom and in the image and in the likeness, if there is accuracy of image and likeness, the fruit of that will be what? Will be dominion. Now, when there is no dominion, what have we noticed? 
there must have been something tampered with, which would be the image or what, or the likeness. Uh, a lot of people are used to not having dominion. You shouldn't get used to not having dominion. You have to work yourself to the place of what? Of dominion. That is the will of God. You, you need to work yourself to the place where you can execute like God. Are we together here? Execute like God. There should be, um, there should be supernatural capacities that, that you manifest and that your life represents. Are we together here? And uh, we have to find out, find out how to get there or be there. Are we here? And so we see that the fruit of the image and the likeness is dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Then God said, let us make man in our image according. Then God created man in his own image. Uh, in the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Are we together here? Uh, so God created him in the image of God, right? And also created them in the what? In the image of God. So when we talk about man, we're talking about the male and what? And the female. So the female is a man. And the male is a man. Are we together here? The female is a what? Is a man. And the male is also a what? is a man that is god's language are we together here um he good or sh- and she good they they're good are you together with me yeah you get the point now so there's a she man and there's a he man and both is what both is man is that easy to understand why, why is that when i use good you understood <laughs> it was very easy to understand when i use good uh, may God not be a perfect uh, example for you to understand things. But I, I just saw light. Really, I just say, he good and she good. Every early ten of us say, okay. So in the image of God, he created what? Him. And so to now clarify so that there won't be confusion, he now explained that him. That in that him, the male is also a him. You get my point? So that him does not mean male. Because if that him only means male, it won't have to now clarify again and say, uh, uh, you know, you get my point now. So that him works for both what? Male and what? And female. Are we, are we together here? So you can see, and the, the reason why this is, is that this particular are you with me? This particular hymn here is not the English hymn, so to speak. In English, hymn is only man. But this particular hymn, you can only understand this hymn when you understand with what was this hymn. What did they use to describe this hymn? The hymn that you know is used to describe a human being, Right? But this hymn is not used to describe a human being because it was talking about a man that was created in the image and the likeness of God. 
You get my point? So this im is not a human being im. It's the im derived from the image and the likeness of God. So when you're talking about the him that is of God is not a boy. The him that is of God is not a girl. So this in here is talking about the, 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 the spirit of God. Are you together with me? Huh? That's, that's this hymn talking about the spirit of God, making you to understand that um, the man and the woman do not have a different, there is no feminine spirit. You get my point? The, um, um, the spirit of a girl is not different from the spirit of a boy. Now, the, 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 uh, there might be difference in, in other aspects, which they are. Physically, we are different. Um, the soul is different, but the spirit is not different. So, in, in regeneration, when you become born again, you are not, you don't, you, you are not given a born again female spirit. Neither were you given a born again male spirit. Are we together here? So, spirit is what is spirit. That's what just gonna say. Whatever is born of the spirit is what is spirit. You can't classify it so that there is no gender in God. Are we together now? There is no gender in spirit. Are you with me? Now, when, when, when you see gender in the description of God, it's only to bring out a quality. And God uses both the male quality and the female quality to describe himself. In, sometimes he looks like he's a man. And other times he looks like he's a mother, a woman. The Bible calls him the multi-breasted God. Are you together with me? That's like, that's describing God as a woman or a fat man. <laughs> you get the point now. Other times he says he will not forget us the way a suckling mother cannot forget. Are you getting my point now? So sometimes he's described he uses the, the, because that spirit, you know, works for both a man and a woman. Are we together here? So you don't have, you don't have if, and that's why the fivefold ministry can never be gender, uh, 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 gender bias or gender specific. That's why you, you can't say an apostle cannot be a girl. You understand? Because if you say <laughs> if you say an apostle cannot be a girl, the question is, where is that gift resting on? Is it resting on the body or on the soul? If an apostle cannot be a girl, then that gift must rest on the body or rest on the soul. But if the gift is resting on the spirit, then the spirit does not know gender. And of course, those gifts are gifts of regeneration. Because when you look at the history of that gift, this, the eternal history of the gift, when you look at how the gift was introduced, it was introduced when we're having the conversation of, of, of ascension. They are the ascension gifts. 
It says the same that descended is the same that ascended was one that first of all descended. That was the conversation in Ephesians chapter 4. Are you listening to me? That was the conversation in Ephesians chapter 4 that climaxed to the point of discussing and he gave gifts to men. So those gifts are ascension gifts. If they are ascension gifts, then you can't say that a man, a woman cannot be an apostle. You will be wrong because you are no longer making them ascension gifts, but they are ascension gifts. So a woman can be an apostle. It's even inaccurate to say woman is an, an apostle is an apostle. A prophet is a prophet. It is, it is not very accurate to say prophetess. Because there is no feminine dimension of that office. So you can't, there's no prophet and prophetess. Prophet is prophet. Apostle is apostle. But the question is, what will you gain if somebody says a prophetess and you say, no, that's not accurate. You are also stressing yourself. You see, when I, some of these things, when I teach them, it's not for stress. Just know it and it's not, it will not do anybody any good because you that know who is a prophetess or a prophet, you are none of the two. <laughs> so, so stop, avoid unnecessary battle of words, battle of language. You get my point now. I'm just, I'm just teaching. That's why I'm mentioning them. Those things, I'm not concerned about it. I don't even remember it. When I see somebody call herself a prophetess, I don't remember that there's nothing called prophetess because whether, whether she called herself prophetess or a prophet, the, the, the anointing is there and that's what matters. So you have to, you have to mature. You understand? The immature fights a lot. That's a sign of immaturity. They fight a lot. When, when you mature, you want to do the work and not in useless arguments, you know, and all those kind of things. So, you, 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 you won, you, you can win the, the arguments and yet um, you, you, you lose in height, you understand? You are short, you are not mature, you understand? So, so stop, stop fighting and... and and work. Are you together with me? Stop, stop stressing. Stop distracting yourself. You know, and fighting unnecessary fights. Do you know that you are only going to win in the battles that you fought? What does that mean? It means that you are going to have trophy only in the areas where you fought and won. Am I correct? And the implication of that is this, that if you win argument, that's where your trophy will be. A, a winner of argument. Now that trophy is a worthless, a worthless trophy. And that's why people who, who win arguments and who love to win arguments, that is what they have that's the alternative for true achievement. Instead of achieving real things, what will you be winning? 
arguments. You understand? So stop trying to win arguments and win, win other things. But you see, when you focus on arguments, you won't have time to fight the real fights, you know, that have worthy crowns. Are my friends here? And so we see that in, in the image of God, he created him, a male and female, he created them. Are you together with me? Everybody knows my name. You don't, you don't stress on that. Let's read the scripture. Thank you. Then God what? Blessed them. What's the meaning of God blessed them? Quickly, we don't have time. Quickly. Okay, for me, I think God bless them. Like, God's hand is upon them. Like, yeah. I think huh? that's my head for right now. God's hand is upon them. Uh-huh. God bless them. Give somebody else if you don't know it. Ah. <laughs> All right, quickly. Okay, so I think God bless them. Yeah, it's more like what I think, more like a commandment. Like God commanded them and said to them. Yeah, he put that code in them. He empowered them. Huh? You get my point? He empowered them and rewired them. The way, the reason your car functions, the way it functions and the buttons function the way they function, the reason why you press that stuff and the windows come down and the, and the, and the, you know, and the side mirrors can, can fold themselves is because there is a command in them. Are you with me? If they didn't have that command, they won't perform that function. What did I say? If they didn't have the command, they won't what? Don't perform the function. So a language has been written in them. Are you with me? Yes, Do you understand these things? Listen, I, need, I will teach you these things till, till you understand them, till you start functioning them, and we'll keep talking about it. Because all, most of you have not yet heard me. I've been saying this thing for years, but a lot of you have not yet heard me. You, you still think I'm teaching. I'm telling you there is a place where a command will be released over your life. And um, those will now determine the possibilities that happen. The people outside will be looking for the laws you are living by, but they don't know that the laws are just a camouflage so that it won't look like as if you are not doing anything. Actually, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a command. It's a code put in you that mandates some type of fruits or function. So when you say God bless them, God put a command in them. He put an empowerment in them. A supernatural possibility from heaven. There was a portion of God that he put in them. Now, the, con- the, the, 
the the corn, what do you call it? What is inside the book? What do you call it? Is it context? The content of that blessing is now be fruitful and what are multiplied. So when you see this guy who is blessed, when you want to when you want to decode his blessing and you want to write them out in paragraphs and in sentences, because that God bless them is the spirit. All this is the manifestation. I want somebody to describe what I'm describing in a layman's term for me. Who wants to do it? Maybe a technical term. It could be science. It could be whatever term. Because I'm sure these things are in different fields of life. So that is, that is the conjured command. And this is, the, this is when you say, go and write it out. This is writing out the details of that command. When you write it down, what you will see is be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish. That is, oh my goodness. Huh? The expression. Yeah. Who, want, who else wants to give me uh, uh, maybe a technical analysis of what I said? All right, help me, help me give my beautiful sister. Good evening, Pastor. Uh, yeah, good good evening, so let's consider ourselves um, a mobile phone. Yeah. And then the blessing is like a SIM card. So God slots the SIM card into the phone. And then he says, because the SIM card is in the phone, you can do the following. You can call out. You can receive calls. You can SMS. You can send and receive SMS. You can connect to the internet and then have access to unlimited information. So the blessing is like the SIM. And then the content of the function of that SIM, what you are able to do Beautiful. because you have that SIM, are Hallelujah. endless. Beautiful. I need another person. I need another person. There are different ways to describe this. I need another person. Okay, praise God. Yes. I'm just going to use what I know. Uh. Everybody knows in a bank, you can keep gold, you can mm. open accounts, mm. you know, and do a lot of stuff in mm. the bank, but people just think, oh, it's just account. Mm. Okay, so the blessing is like the bank, mm. and um, all of mm. its expression are mm. the accounts you can open, the gold yeah. you can keep, yes. the treasury bills you can buy, mm-hmm. you mm. know, the fixed deposit, mm-hmm. and all of those. Awesome, awesome, beautiful, beautiful. One last person. Let me get one last person. Maybe something more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Okay. Um, um, I think we need to, we can see it as... Um, put, put, put the mic in your mouth. I think you can see it as um, the server, the API. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the server, the API, the API key, and the API documentation. Yeah. The content is the API documentation. Yeah. Because we have a server, we have so many functions, but yeah. you cannot know what the server can do except mm. you have the API documentation, which yeah. is the content. Yeah. You cannot access what the functions of the API without knowing that there is an API. Yeah. And you cannot access it without the API key. So yeah. the API key is the blessing that gives you the authority to access every other thing. Are we together here? Yeah? See, see to, to, to be healthy is to be able to write out the content of your blessing. Can you write it out? What do you do? The blessing God put on you, what can it do? What can you do anytime, any day? 
Friends, there is something you can do. There are many things you can do. There is a blessing on you that can do stuff. So, you need to find that blessing and know what you do. This, this is what I do. We know what a car does, you know. When it's a Benz, there's what a Benz does. There's a way. The movement of cars is not, it's not a wish. It's not a wish. If the, if the Hyundai sees the Benz moving, <laughs> it, it can't wish to gap it. Because that blessing is what is making that Benz perform at that level it's performing. If they, were, if they didn't put it in the Hyundai when they manufactured it, it would look, it would look at the Benz and look and keep seeing it. Because it was not put there. So when you check the book of the Benz, they tell you what this Benz can do because it's Benz. They tell you what the Ferrari can do because it's Ferrari. This is what we, the Ferrari will do. And, and, and all things being equal, if you start your Ferrari, match it in a certain way, it will get to a certain destination at a particular time if you match it at a particular way. Now, if you match another car that way, the engine can blow. Now, I'm telling you the truth. Tell the truth. There is a way you match a car if it was not wired to respond that way. The time, the time bell, the timing, the engine timing will, 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 will just break, will just stop. It will scatter. Your engine will break. You see, because it's not blessed. So how do you walk? What do you walk? What do you do? How do you move? What's your game like? That's when you decode your blessing, you should be able to spell out these things. So he blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and what and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea. So you, you now begin to understand that the, the, the installation, can I talk here? The pattern by which God installs the blessing is to speak to you. Simple, but that's his way. The, every installation and every installer has his tools of installation. Are you with me? If, you're coming to, if, this, if, the, if, the, if the software engineer is coming to install something in your system, he has his tools. If you see, if you, see, if you invite a software engineer to come install something in your system, in your organization, and you see him with injections. If a doctor is coming and you see him with a cutlass. Are you with me? Every installation has its tool. Are you together with me? Some, do, some of the tools are bogus. Some of the tools are simple. Some installations, the tool is in the person's mind. He will not carry anything. It will come. All the knowledge is in his head. He will sit down, get your laptop and start working on it. And he will go and you pay him millions. Are you with me? Sometimes a mechanic will come and do something small. Your car will start. And you are angry because it's charged you much. And like this small thing. 
And as small as that thing is, you'd never get it done. Because what you don't know. You get my point? It can be so annoying. What, what you don't know, you don't know. What you don't know, you're a fool at it. You're just a fool at it. Not just that you don't know, but you're a fool at it because it can be so simple that you are angry that how come I can't do this? So, so that this, you just touch this thing now. That's why you're a fool because you don't know it, right? So every installer has its installation system. What God uses to install is to speak to you. Are we together here? Now if you take for granted how God installs and if how God installs does not does not excite you if our God installs you take it for granted that's your challenge. So he said, he blessed them and said. Right? So how will God install? He, by, by speaking. So, so if your problem is too much for the voice of God, you are correct. It's actually too much. If God cannot solve your problem by talking to you, if you have become bigger than his voice, I said, God, this matter is more than you speaking. You have to do something. <laughs> you know, we do this is a lot. I said, Father, this matter is more than you talking. It's more, this one, you have to intervene. <laughs> Father, this one, I don't want a word. I don't want you just... <laughs> I want action. <laughs> it is the God that look at a man that is lame. He says, rise up, rise up, take up your bed and walk. No cutlass, nothing. No drama. He spoke that guy into walking. The guy said, Father, stop talking about me walking. I've always wanted to walk. What are you going to do about it? He says, rise up your bed, take up. Rise up, take up your bed and walk. So, so your situation will never be more than his voice. And so we ha- you have to put, increase the premium or whatever you said, that you put on his word, on his voice, on his word. He won't do more. And if you are not doing business with God's word, you are not doing business with him. Can I talk to you? So God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and what? And subdue it. Now, now this man, no lion will feel like filling the earth or subduing it. No goat will ever feel like filling the earth and subduing it because it did not have that blessing. Are you with me? They won't feel like it because they don't have the blessing. Huh? The birds of the earth don't feel like filling the earth and subduing it. Because they were not blessed. So it is Adam that will wake up every time and they will look for how to fill the earth and subdue it. Why? Because he's tormented by the blessing inside him. Your blessing torments you. Your blessing moves you. So you will see why I, Samson, will always love the Philistine. 
He will just love the Philistine. He feel like every time he wants to kill them. Yeah. He gave them a little bit. Bible said because he was looking for an occasion to deal with them. Wait, wait, wait if he start fight. Wait if he start. <laughs> That's the blessing on him. He was to avenge Israel and deal with the Philistines. So when every other person fears the Philistine, Samson will just look for the Philistine. Even when he's looking for a babe, just goes to the He just loves the Philistine because it's the blessing. That's the content of the blessing. It moves him. And when this man was even going to die, and they already captured him, taken out his eyes, cut off his neck, the only prayer he prayed is to kill some of them more. <laughs> See, this man didn't even pray for God to save him. He said, this last chance, says Philistine plenty. <laughs> Philistine plenty. I don't care anyone like this. Father, just this last time. Just this last time. We can give these people again. <laughs> Let your blessing be activated. Amen. Let your blessing move you. Say, Father, this one last chance. Let me just get these people and kill them. Even myself, make I die with them. I don't mind. And the Bible says the people he killed that day were more than those he has ever killed in a lifetime. So it means that dependence on God was of more value than even the locks on his head. Because without the locks, he did more. That's for another day. Are we together here? Sam said, let me die with deficits and he pushed with all. That's the previous verse. Let's just see it and run away. We'll go back to our Genesis scripture. Praise God. So the previous verse should just mean that you press one thing that will go back to 29. No, this is 30. If you are going to 29, you are meant to just press one thing. All right. Let's go to the other one. So Samson calls the Lord, say, Oh Lord God, remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray. Just this once. Just this once. Oh God, that I may I'm with one blue t- take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. How <laughs> many blue? One. Because when the Lord strengthens you, you don't need many blues. You don't need, you don't need many blues. Because what's hitting them is the strength of the Lord. The Lord will open your heart too. All right, let's just go back to our Genesis. Let's see here. Maybe another time we'll come back here. So, bless them and said to them. So, can you see that your greatest moments are your devotion moments and when you are under an inspired preacher? 
inspired preacher. Have you, ever, have you ever gone to a service where the preacher is not inspired? After a service, how do you feel? Depressed. When you are under a preacher that is not inspired, you, you, you go out and you're like, did I go to church today? I don't know how people cope. I can't cope under, I can't cope under an uninspired, uninspired preacher. I was, I was passing with DJ and I was driving one day and then he said, I think we have, I know whether they just saw but I can't remember. He said, have we gone to this church before? We passed one church. I said, have we gone to church for everyone? I said, no, I've not gone there. He said, I think, I said, no, we have not gone there. He said, how, he didn't ask her. I said, I know I've not gone there. Nothing was wrong with that church. I said, but there's no way I've gone that I was blessed that I forgot. Since I've been a small boy. I said, I've not gone there before. I've not gone there. I know everywhere, anywhere I pass that I got a blessing from. I can't forget the place. So there is a blessing and the content of the blessing is be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. So fruitfulness happens with Adam naturally because of that blessing, right? Multiplication happens. He fills the earth, he subdues it. He has dominion over the fish of the sea, the, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Someone say dominion. dominion. Thus, what, say dominion. Dominion is the ability to determine the order of your environment. O-R-D-E-R. That's dominion. The ability to to determine the order, O-R-D-E-R, of your environment. That is to say your environment does not behave the way it likes. You set in motion how you want your environment to be. Are you with me? That's dominion. That's dominion. Your environment, your space. Are we together here? That, that, that what it means to, to dominate. Things don't happen to you. You happen to things. So, it's a stupid question to ask me how my day is treating me. I don't leave my day to determine, to decide how it wants to treat me. You get my point? How is the day treating you? How, how is this thing treating you? you have, have you had people greet people that ask me, how, how is life treating you? You trust life so much. <laughs> you trust life so much to treat you how, how, it, how it wishes. So our life is treating us fair. Life, if you allow life, life will mess you up. We are the ones treating the life and, and forcing its head to be correct. And sometimes it wants to behave like a goat. We hit it back with tongues and with prayers and with confessions and we hit everything back and we get everything in order. Any fire that wants to come from anywhere, we, we quench it, we, we determine life. Are you together with me? Are you together with me? We don't leave things to chance. We declare and decree. That's what it means to dominate. Are you with me? Your, 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 your personal space. Then after a while, God begins to increase your sphere of dominance. Are you with me? As you grow in your kingship and your priesthood um, 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 uh, um, positioning, then God begins to tell you and tell you, this space, I've given it to you. You now determine what happens here. For Adam, it was Eden. And Eden did not behave how it wanted to behave. Eden behaved the way Adam wanted it to behave. One day, Adam called the general assembly, called all the animals, and he began to tell them how they would behave. I said, you behave like this. This one is your senior. This one is your senior. You don't chase this one. This one will be chasing you. You understand? I said, but I'm bigger. I said it will be. So he began to put blessings on 
So it's not only God that blessed Adam, Adam blessed creation. Are you together with me? And that's why the Bible now says creation again is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Because once again, because right now creation has lost order. They are, water is behaving anyhow. All those things are just acting anyhow. Water will live where it's meant to be, enter the road, cause flood and all of that. But when the sons are back and enter maturity and perfection, then the sons will now make sure everything behaves itself again. Are you together with me? And that's why we saw one sun rise up one day, looked at the rivers and said, peace be still. It's not, you're not meant to be shaking this ship. And then the people were warned, they said, even the sea, obey him. Are you together with me? That's a type of our order. You get my point now? So, as God blessed Adam, Adam blessed. And that's why you also, you are going to bless your children. You get my point? You will, you will bless them. You, would, you will put a code inside them. Are we together now? Yes, so that's the blessing. Let's read. And God says, see, I have, I, I shared this. Okay, almost all of you were not in Igondo. And he says, see, I have given you. So the blessing is installed. They are speaking. Are you together with me? Huh? But it's manifested by seeing. He installs it by speaking to you. You manifest it by seeing it. The reason I operate the way I operate is because of what I have seen. And I said earlier today that seeing is not vision. Visions is not the highest form of seeing. It is when the word can turn to, to vision for you, the word. When you see the, until you see the word, you have not seen. Listen, you can see a vision and you have not seen. Because even a vision after seeing must be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Until you see the scripture, until the scripture comes alive to your heart, then you have sinned. Are we together here? Am I preaching to you? Then you have sinned. So, God gives to you by talking to you, you take by seeing. You take what he gave you by seeing it. He gives you by talking it. And when you check through scripture, we began to see how God gave people stuff, sent, called Abraham in the night and told him to see. He says, as far as your eyes can see. Ask the prophet, Jeremiah, what do you see? Glory be to God. What do you see? So it says, see, I have given you every help. So the, the, the blessing is activated by sight. Initiated by speaking. Activated by seeing. So your life is at your sight level. And your future is at your sight level. Your tomorrow will never be better than what you are seeing today. 
Can I talk to you? Are you going to believe me? Everything you see will come to pass. Not a prayer. Not a prayer. Not a prayer. The enemy is worrying to get you not to see. For everything you see comes to pass. And so when God wants to make a man, he talks to him. And hope the man sees. When God sees that you see, he knows the work is done. Are you together with me? When God sees that you see, he knows that the work is done. So you need to learn and learn how to see the blessing. How to see the blessing and it is to engage the spoken word which is first the written word because the written word speaks and um, the word that the Holy Spirit will bring to you. You know, today I woke up with a word from God. Full sentence word. Not a witness, a full word from God. Yeah. Are we together here? You need to see. Yeah, the prophet says he's going to stand upon his watch to see what he will say to him. Praise God. Ask me what's the mean of depression? Being a while you've had God. That's the meaning. Is 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 compressed a long time. You've heard him. That's what culminates into what, into depression. If it's not, if it's long but not too long, it is intermittent worry. Intermittent worry. That's why if you don't war depression. If you don't war worry, you will be jailed in depression. If you don't declare war on worry, you will soon be transferred. It's like from cell to prison. Worry is a cell. Depression is a what? It's a prison. May you not need an encounter to be okay. Because when you have entered depression, you need an encounter. Are we friends? Yes, I said, are we friends? Yes, you need to wage a war on what? On worry. Intermittent worry will lock you in depression. But the point is, you need to hear. You need to take the business of hearing very seriously. And the business of converting what you have heard to sight. You take it seriously. That's all life is about. Listen. Can I talk to you? You cannot really help a man that is not hearing God. Because after you have helped him, when you leave him, the enemy will come and scatter everything again. 
You must be in the lane where you are hearing God. Hearing God must be your normalcy. To a point where you see him. And that was the technology that Moses was initiating by the spirit of God. When those guys had an attack from snakes. Huh? Are we together here? Had an attack from what? From snakes. Then God told Moses, lift up another snake, right? That if you want to kill the snakes on the ground, you're moving from one, solving one problem to another problem. That's what people do. Trying to solve one problem to another problem. Using their senses. And sometimes they think they don't have time to look at the snake that is lifted up. A lot of people think they don't have time. You will never be delivered if you don't look unto Jesus. <laughs> Listen, you can't say you don't have time to look at Jesus and you think you can solve your problem. So, there's no time. I need to solve it. The snake is biting me. I don't have time to look at Jesus. Ah. <laughs> oh my goodness. The only antidote to that is the sight. It says that we lift him up. Anyone that looks at him then will be healed. One, and the snakes will not bite. Because you are focused on Jesus. That's the word. Becoming sight. Because you see, those snakes represent falsehood. Falsehood. It is perverted doctrine that causes injury. And don't forget that snake is not, odd, is not originally a bad creature. Creature. It's part of the creature God made. Are you together with me? And it was after the snake was used to typify something evil that even its physical form changed. Because it was the curse that said the snake will begin to crawl. So maybe snake used to pocket before. We don't know. Are you together with me? That is to say every crisis, every challenge is perverted truth. The reason why you are going through what you are going through is doctrine has been perverted. So the only solution can be the accurate doctrine. That's why let's raise the true snake. And let's look at the true snake so that we can... Am I... Pre, am I yes, is this... I was started in that church. Is this, the, is this the old church I used to pastor? I don't understand. Are these the real people that used to come for my meetings? I can't feel you. Only one person. You get the point now. We need to look at him. If you think you don't have time, then you have time you have given to Satan. Ah. Listen, you only have time for scripture. Only. Every other time that you don't give scripture and the Lord will further put you in the deep. You keep burying yourself. You can never solve your problem except the solution came from him. There is, listen, you don't understand. Or you thought the Bible was joking. When it says there is no other name by which man can be saved. That is to say, any solution you are looking for outside that snake is no solution. There is no other name given unto men. 
There is no other name. The Acts chapter 4. Is it Acts 4.12? There is no other name given unto men. Huh? There is no other name. What? Given unto men by which men can be saved. Nor is there salvation in order. For there is no other name under heaven given among men. So that nothing can save a man except the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is not Jesus. That's not the name of Jesus. Say, Jesus, that's not his name. His name is what constitutes his nature. His teaching. His teaching. His understanding. That's how you will stand regal and tall. The teaching, the understanding of his ways. Then you'll be saved. Any solution you go and look for outside is a trap. It's a plan, for, it's, a, it's a strategy of hell. Are you listening to me? Can I say this to you? If you spend 10 years to go and look for a solution outside, the only way you will will get the solution is to come back. You'll come back. All the people who went outside, either they die outside or come back. You will never find a solution outside. Never. So I am the wisest of everybody because I have found out that's only his name that can save me. So I am studying it. You understand? People are growing old. Me, I'm growing in scripture. Yeah. I just stay there and find out. Father, what? What? Father, what? Show me. What is the wisdom? This part, this new door, which wisdom is in your word? If you tell me, how can I open it? Friends, that's how I pray. I ask God, Father. This new face, how can I? What are you saying? And sometimes it's in scripture, sometimes he just releases a word. And there is no time I practiced that word that he released that I didn't have an harvest that made people's mouth open with the law of lies and envy. You see, when you're working with God, people will lie against you because you will have solutions that they cannot understand how you are getting it. Are you together with me? Ah, friends, I have solution in my hands. I'm a man of solution because I'm a man of his word. I have solution in my hand. I tell you the truth. I have solution in my hand. I get things done by his word. I get things done by his word. I don't allow the enemy. I don't allow the enemy put me under pressure. Listen, the worst thing that can ever happen to, me, to you is death. And there is no day that will give you joy more than the day you die. It's people that will be crying. You will not cry now. The day where I go die is be my greatest day. It will be greater than all the days I've lived. Even if I die today. If I die today, I won't say, oh God, put the cookie, get you. What happened? You will enter glory. Yes. Whether they use gun to bust my head or I die in car crash or plane crash or I die of COVID, any kind of death I die. It's you that wonder, how can a man of God die that way? That's your business. <laughs> I will be in heaven. I will be in heaven. 
You get the point? I told all my friends I want to get, was it my friend? No. I told my wife I want to get a power back. And <laughs> we're discussing something, so I said I want to get a power back. And she's like, no, 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 no. Don't talk. I said, I said I mentioned it intentionally. Why can't I get a power back? I said, I'm, I mentioned it intentionally this night so that we'll kill that fear that people who drive a car that will die. I said, if we need... No, because it was not just power bike for power bike. There was... We're analyzing how to get something done. And, and a power bike can be one of the solutions. I said, if we need to preach this gospel using a power bike, we'll get a power bike and nothing will happen to me. We don't think that... Because that's a, that's a thought pattern. That are Okada. How many people are dying of Okada? How many people die of power bike? Yeah, about three, four, five stories. And you think you're part of it. You are still not delivered, as I even said it. You are still. I said, well, Pastor, let's see all that things. This is power bike. If we need a bicycle, ride the bicycle. Another will happen to us. What are you talking about? The levels to these things. It's sight. You get my point? It's what? It's sight. It's sight. You are where you are seen. That's where you are living. You are living in your sight. Listen, my, if you think my arrogance started today, you are joking. I've been arrogant since I met him. I've, my arrogance did not start today. And I'm not arrogant because I'm a preacher. I've been arrogant since I met him. That was how, that was my earliest training. My boasting in God has been how I started. It's my signature. Maybe it's in my blessing. I boast in him. When he speaks, I move. So it says, see, I have given you every... Uh, when I preached this part in Igondo, it was very powerful, it was sweet, but I don't know why it's not sweet here. It's, you know, people were shouting, screaming, but it's not every time you chop. Like, I, don't <laughs> I was thinking it to be sweet here again, but it's not, everybody's just looking at me. Hey, what's the next thing? <laughs> <laughs> see another one. I didn't see. I've been waiting for a response, but let me go to the next revelation. Maybe that one will work. This is when I said something God the people were shouting. I was screaming. People were screaming. People were crying. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Praise God. So every tree whose fruit you see to you shall be for food. All right. Every beast of the air, every bird of the air. You get my point now? And, and, and it can be every. It can be everything. You will dominate 360. Dominate 360. The day you see it, you start dominating. If you see it today, you start dominating. You just dominate. When people talk about how things will not happen, I don't understand. How something God has ordained, when they think it will happen. 
I can only see it happening. Because I see it and it happens. Alright, let's read the next chapter, right? So that I can, in maybe a few minutes, just show you the main thing I want to show you. Let's start from verse 1. Does the heavens and the earth and all the host of them. Where what? Finished. Somebody shall finished. finished. The earth was finished. The heavens was finished. And the host of it. What does host of it mean? Hmm? Everything contained in it. You get my point now? Finished. Finished. The heavens is finished. The earth is finished. The host of it is finished. Say, finished. Finished. If the heavens is finished, if the host, if the earth is finished, if everything inside is finished, then everything you need for life, where where is it? So there's nothing you want or you need that has not already been prepared for. So you will never make a request that shocks heaven. Say, hey, we didn't plan for it. This guy needs job. Gabriel, how many boys did you make? See, six billion. No, who's husband? We didn't, we didn't make him. <laughs> ah. How many girls? The girls are finished. Of Likon's girl. Likon's wife. That's finished, God. If we give back to somebody now, say, oh God, I don't know, time. <laughs> it's not so. Yes. Yeah. The host of it, everything. If you are meant to live in Buckingham Palace anywhere, all, your, all the provisions is already there. It was planned for the host of it. Host of it. Did you know some people are building houses and the only reason why God made it possible is because they are building your house right now. I'm telling you the truth. Listen, listen, I'm, listen, I'm not exciting you. I'm telling you the exact truth. There are people having dreams and visions and all of that. And the only reason why God gave it to them is because you are coming. Somebody compiling, saving a lot of wealth and it's just because of us. Finished. So So don't pray 
as if they want to just go and start making. And, and that's why you're frustrated. You pray as if what you're asking for, they just want to go and prepare it. It's very annoying when you go home and you think food is ready. And food was actually ready. They finish it and they say, just like BTA cannot. Oh, Few things are more frustrating than that. It's never as sweet as the first one. Never. Never. Because all the motivation has gone. Everything has, has gone. It's, it's really rice. That rice will not be soggy. Second batch rice is almost always soggy. I don't know the mystery. It's almost always. It's either soggy or not done. It's one, of, one of the two. But the one you really wanted to eat is always nice. Even if they gave you little of it. And say, you get the point. It's finished. The heavens, the earth, and the ocean. You see, I didn't impress God for him to give me a calling. That I will be called into the fivefold had been concluded before I was even born. It's finished. It's finished. I've been anointed for a long time before I was born. Finished. Before you were forming your mother's womb, I've known you were dangerous prophet. Finished. Are you feeling this? But it is activated by sight. It's activated by sight. You know, this is why this is why many times, and you need to understand this, because some of you wonder, why did God put me in the background that I was born in? A lot of people wonder that. If God had a great plan for me, why did he? The reason is that the plan he had for you had absolutely nothing to do with your background. So you didn't need your background to fulfill divine assignment. So, so nobody has advantage as per background. Nobody. I tell you the truth. The one who has a great background still has to see what God is saying to him. We all started from the, from the scratch. And our scratch is scripture. Nobody is disadvantaged. Your life would not have been better if somebody else gave birth to you. If you were born. No, I'm telling you the truth. And so, and so God is not afraid to scatter us. Because he didn't ordain us to live good lives. He ordained us to live his purpose. So what you are complaining about, maybe if Dangote has given birth to me. No, no. That's irrelevant to destiny. Destiny has nothing to do with, uh, I did not go to good school. Those are irrelevances. I can't speak English. Those are irrelevances. If you see yourself in scripture, you will end a wonder. As simple as that. Kiwiti. You will end a what? A wonder. 
I got my English right from reading the Bible, like reading a novel. That's why I started learning how to speak English and not be speaking nonsense. Well, by reading the Bible, I was not, nothing spectacular. No spectacular upbringing, no, no biblical, um, um, sad Sundays were for TDT. There's one show they call TDT something something. It's like a comedy show. That same period, they would be playing. Then there's one they used to show. People used to dance in club. Lights would be showing like this. Sunday afternoon, people would be dancing. There's one show. Those are the things we're watching. Then in the Sunday afternoon, you watch uh, some by a half hour. What do they call it? Century. Uh, century half hour. Then in the evening, watch on console. What shows that Roy Kuladu, Roy Ko be the sponsor? If you win any project, any this will say election you need you know. Nothing, nothing special. Nothing special. Till we met, where is it? Till we met this man. And this man turned my life around. Turned everybody's life around. This man here. This man here. I respect this man here. You don't value this man as much as you should. This man here. <clears throat> seriously underrated. This man. Everything. This man is just everything. We finished on the seventh day God ended his work. Which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sacrificed it because he needed to rest from all his work which he had created and made. This is the history of what? Of the heavens and the earth. When they were what? Created. That's a history. And I began to tell you that your whole life is already a history. So you are not living what will happen. You are living what has happened. Sight again. So they are not trying to prepare for you a future ambition. No future ambition everywhere. Anywhere. You need to find out what has happened before. And just walk in it. The glorious things he has prepared for us. We are to walk, to walk in it. This is the issue of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day God made the heavens and what? And the earth. I thought the earth was made in seven days. All of that seven days is a day. That's another time. We'll look at it. If God allows us. Are you with me? Before any plant of the field was in the field and in the earth and before any herb of the field had grown. So in Genesis 1, he said, I've given you this. I've given you that. I've given you herbs. I've given you seeds. I've given you all of that. He told them, I've given you. 
But don't forget, he put a clause. He says, see, I've given you. Then in chapter 2, he now says, before they have grown. So God had given them, but those things had not yet what? Grown. So sometimes we have an assumption that what has not shown up does not exist. And so we respond under unnecessary pressure because you think because you can't see it, you are not given. There are many things you have already been given. It just hasn't grown yet. Because if you were not given, you won't be given. Because don't forget you are finished. So anything you say you haven't been given, you will not collect to. It's all been given. It's just going to manifest. And the reason why it had not grown is for the Lord had not caused it to rain on the earth. And there was no man to till the ground. So two things. You needed a rain and you needed man. Praise God. Now, if we need rain or water or rain, rain does not bring plants from heaven. If it rains somewhere and a tree grows, it's because there's a seed there. So, so rain just makes to show what's already there. Are you with me? And all I've been teaching about, first things I've been teaching about, is the rain, which is the scripture. That represents the water needed for what's inside you. Are you with me? The scripture, the understanding of his ways, the prioritizing his wisdom, prioritizing his thoughts. Amen. Amen. The rema that comes from scripture, the rema that comes from the spirit. The Holy Spirit. And then the rema that comes from community. Those are three remas you shouldn't joke with. The rema from scripture. The rema from the spirit. That is the Holy Spirit ministering to you. And then the rema that comes from your community. Which is the structure of fatherhood, mentorship, friendship. The rema that comes from your spiritual parents. The rema that comes from your mentors, the rema that comes from your pastors, the rema that comes from your friends, and the rema that comes from the gifts that are in the body of Christ. Praise God. But the most, the, the, the greatest, the highest level of rema is the one that comes from the scripture. Are you together with me? The second one is from the spirit. But if you don't know the one from the scripture, you'll be hearing voices. Because the voice of the word is the voice of the spirit. And, when you, and you are meant to be trained by the voice of the word for you to know the voice of the spirit. So that you can navigate accurately. When you know the voice of the word and the voice of the spirit, then the second one is the, the third one is the Voice the rema from a community, and the least of that rema is the one that comes from the gifts of the body of Christ. Is the one you can do without. You can't do without the one that comes from your spiritual father. You can't do without the one that comes from your pastors. You can't do the one that comes from your mentors, from your friends. 
you can do without you can do without the ones that come from from the board from the gift you know but most people they take that one as priority so they are tuning in to popular gifts in the body and then there is no gift close to them and the strength of rema is the closeness is the closeness by which it was given to you that's what gives it strength. That's why the, 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 the thickest one is the word. Am I together with you? Am I with you? For example, an apostle, there's no, an apostle is not an apostle to the whole body. Every apostle has its influence. Are we together here? For example, A pastor's advice as, as regards your marital decisions is more valuable than a prophet from somewhere's advice because he understands your, 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 your personality, your inclinations and everything. So he would advise you with wisdom. The prophet's advice, it's an advice hanging in the air. The husband, and don't forget, every prophet will prophesy in part. I'm going to check all the people Paul wrote letters to. There was nobody wrote a letter to that didn't know him. We are reading letters from people that don't know us. I'm not saying it's, it's not important, but I'm saying it's not the most important. You can do without it. And that's why in the days when the churches only engaged people they knew, they were stronger and richer. In the days where we have internet, to engage people we don't know, we are weaker and weaker. Why? In the SU days, nobody knew. You only know who you know. You know your pastor. You know the prophets around you. You don't know that there's one move happening in somewhere. You nobody knows anything. But see the quality they had. So we need rain, which is the word, to activate our seed. And then we need the man. And finally, when we saw the man that was made, the man was made. When he was made, a breath was put inside him. That's ultimate. A breath was put inside him, right? Yes, sir. And when they put the breath inside him from God, that breath is definitely not oxygen. Because if God breathed oxygen into a man, it must mean that God lives by oxygen. If God lives by oxygen, there's no reason why giving him all this hype. We should just go and look for his supply source and go and cut his oxygen. If he's living, if he's also living by oxygen, are you together with me? So God definitely is not living by oxygen. So God put divine life inside him. And that was a type of supernatural empowerment. That is the release of grace. Are you with me? So when you have word and grace, then you, are, you will perpetually flow in the blessing. That's why when Paul was talking about the inheritance amongst the saints, what he said is that I commit you to what? To the word of what? Of his grace. That is able to what? Give, build you. And what? And give you an inheritance. Give me that scripture. 
You get my point? So, before we can lay hold on inheritance, we have to have access to the word of grace. Huh? Are you together with me? Praise the name of the Lord. You are bored already, Abby? This This is the only way, friends. So, it's that word that builds you. Not, not dance. Not dance. Not, not dance. Not all night of praise. Are you together with me? It's not all night of praise. It is the word that builds you. And have you noticed that what attack, why do we have a weak generation? Did you notice that for the past 20 years, what we had was an attack on the word? By the time we turned the word to 30 minutes, some places 25 minutes, and then we can do two hours of dancing. That's, that's how I like to praise my God. Two hours of dancing. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Somebody say word of his grace. Word of his grace. You say that same thing there. It's the word of his grace. It is the word and the breath. It is the word of his grace, which is able. This word definitely assures building. And then what will it do again? It will give you an inheritance. Now this inheritance, you already have it. But the activation of it, it is the word of his grace that puts it on you. So, that is to say, I am more than this. If I can have some levels of breakthrough into word and grace, you begin to see a dimension that you have never seen. That's why anybody here can become the greatest evangelist, can become the greatest apostle, can become the, any, you can become the greatest healer, become the greatest, you can become anything because there is still possibilities inside you that grace and word will activate. Friends, what I do now, I couldn't do it five years ago. I couldn't do 10 years ago. How I have faith that I didn't have it 10 years ago. I didn't have it five years ago. It means that Satan is in trouble in the next year, next two years, next three years, next four years, next five years. I begin to operate at levels that I've never operated in now. Why? Because I have access to the word of his grace. So our life is not static. It's from glory to glory, power to power, grace to grace. I just wonder how you're going to turn out. And how you turn out, friends, it really does excite me. I'm telling you, I am so excited about the capacities, the possibilities that are inside you. And I am sure they're not going to die as potential. They will be lived out. You are going to be the type of person. Can I talk to you here? You are going to be a kind of person that everybody will say, This can only be God. Are you together with me? Listen, let me say this to you. You would not necessarily hold the mic, but you will be called a man of God. You will not necessarily hold the mic, but you will be called a woman of God. Everybody will know that God is with you. Levan said, I know that it's because God is with Jacob. That's why God is blessing me. It will be obvious that God is with you because you will be moving from one level of grace to another level of grace. Divine possibilities to another level of divine possibilities. And you know, when, go back to Genesis, friends, when this rain and this, look at this. 
For the Lord had not caused the rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. All right, let's read. Quickly. Next verse. But the mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed in his nose the breath of life and man became a living being. Let's read. And God planted a garden eastward in Adam, Eden and there he put the man. He gave him a point. Whom he had won, he had formed. So when you form the man, he gets a garden. You get my point. It gets a garden. I get, can I? I feel like preaching now. Listen, friends. Pastor Obi, Pastor Obi, come. The man gets a garden, and that garden, there is almost no difference between the garden and the man. You see, because the, the garden, the man is made for the garden, and the garden is made for the man. So when the man, when the man talks to the garden, the garden responds. When, when, when the garden talks to the man, the man hears. Now, the, the implication of this is that you are going to lead a life that is not riotous. Oh my goodness. This is how one of, the, one of the wise men put it. He says, when the way of the man pleases the Lord, he said, even his enemies obey our peace to me. It means that he has a dominion he carries that everything submits to him. No riots. I love that word. No riots. No riots here. You see, when there are riots, it's because what's without and what's within conflicts. But when you are in the wheel, what's without and what's within agrees. So this is what happens. When God forms you, breathes in you, changes you, let's not assume it moves you to another location. You get to that location. When everybody thinks things are difficult, you will meet a man that likes you and helps you go to the next level. Another day, you meet another woman. Things are just working. They say, how, how are you doing it? It's because you are engaging a garden you were formed for. A garden you were formed for. A lot of people don't live this way. They struggle. They are forcing a garden that was never for them. And even they themselves were never formed for it. So it's battle. But when the garden is formed for you, it comes with ease. Listen, you are sentenced to ease. I say you are sentenced to ease. That whenever you step into trouble, you communicate ease. And your environment responds to you. The Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden and they put it the man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What, who did he put in there? The man. That sounds like some kind of confidence. He said, this is the man. Listen, over your life and your destiny, you are going to be the man. Am I talking to somebody here? I said, in your own destiny, you will be the man. You wouldn't wish God made another person to live your life. You would be enough for it. You would engage destiny. You would engage purpose. Engage calling. Engage what you are made for. Engage it. You are the man. I said you are the man. I said you are the man. No other man. You are the man. You will not wish to die. You will not wish to give up. Those kind of things will be far from you. Because you will realize you were made for this. Mordecai told us that you were made for such a time as this. The time responds to you. You were formed and prepared. Oh my goodness. I just see people living, doing life in, in its fullness with so much grace 
Oh my God. You are making being alive beautiful. In a time where young men and young women are taking their lives, you are making life beautiful. You are doing life with grace. You are not tired. You are not afraid. You are not depressed. You are not giving up. You, not you, not you, not you. Your eating response to you. Give me the next verse. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of it. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to garden, to water the garden. Are you together with me? And from there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first suspicion. It is the one which skirts the old land of Avila where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. Can you see what that water does? Those are things it produces. Bidlium and Onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gion. It is the one which goes around the old land of Cush. The name of the third river is Hidekel. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river is Ephraim. Then the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. This is how your life will be. Amen. Full of wisdom. Amen. Your life will smell and flourish in wisdom. Amen. It will be full of grace. Amen. And your life will not escape you. Amen. Huh? You will tend and what? And keep it. That sounds like a man of authority. It will tend and what? You will keep it. Can you look at your life and say, I'll tend you and I'll keep you. Is that your story? Go ahead and give him praise.